Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here with you today to talk about the capacity to be at your goal weight. And I was looking up the definition of capacity, and the general definition is the ability to hold something. And so I was thinking about this in terms of weight loss. And once we get to our goal weight, once we reach our goal, once the scale stops going down and starts staying the same, why is it so difficult? Why is it so hard to maintain that? Most people that I talk to have lost their weight several times over and over and over again. And most of us know how to do it, right? Because we've lost our weight several times. The question becomes, why is it hard for us to stay at our goal weight? Why is it hard for us to maintain it? So I'm going to talk about three things today to help grow our capacity to be at our goal weight. So once we're there, how can we hold it? How can we become and be the person who is just thin, who is just in the body we want to be in. And so most of us, right, we don't really think about how we're going to maintain it while we're on our weight loss journey. At least for myself, multiple times I've lost weight. My The last time I tried to lose weight was in 2020, and I've been able to keep it off within about seven pounds over the last three years. And when I was losing my weight for the last time, I really had to think about what was giving me my dopamine hits, what was giving me my motivation, what was giving me my excitement. Because if we're allowing the scale going down to be our dopamine hits and be our motivation and be our excitement and be the factor to tell us whether or not we're doing it right or wrong, then we are going to have a hard time keeping our weight off. Because there is going to come a time where the scale will stop going down, where we will hit our goal weight. And if we're getting all of our feel-good feelings from the scale going down, then we're going to have a big problem once the scale stops going down. And we don't think about this while we're losing weight because we are so fixated on getting that result that we want, we forget to just live in the present. 
So the first thing I want to talk about is the hope that we feel that life will be better thin. So most of us are losing weight so that we can have the result that we want, a smaller body, a thinner body. And we want that because we think that life will be better there. We think of it as separate from where we are now. And then what ends up happening is we're creating the feeling of hope that life will be better once we're thin. And it feels really good to be hopeful. And now I don't know if you've experienced this in other areas of your life. I I know for myself, a lot of times I will tell myself, okay, like if I'm driving and doing errands, I will tell myself, okay, when I get home, I'm going to go do all of those loads of laundry that need to be done. I'm going to go fold all of those clothes that are in the laundry room. And it feels really good in the moment to be thinking about when all of those clothes have been folded. And what we're doing is we're creating hope, right? That things are going to be better, that we're going to feel calmer, that we're not going to be stressed because there's no clothes needing to be folded in the laundry room. Now, we do the same thing with our weight loss, We create hopefulness and our brain becomes kind of addicted, if you will, to the hope that life is going to be better once we're thin, once we're at our goal weight. And then when we're at our goal weight, once we've lost the weight, once the scale stops going down and we're not getting that dopamine feel good, we lose our hope. And we don't even realize that we're doing this. And so what will often happen for most people is then we gain our weight back so that we can have hope again. Isn't that so fascinating? And so I think while we're losing the weight and while we're hoping for the weight to come off faster, for us to be thinner, while we're fantasizing about what life is going to be like, how we're going to be feeling once the weight comes off, that we need to be cognizant that life will not be 100% better at our goal weight. And that brings me to the second point I want to talk about embracing that life is 50-50 all of the time. So our life is filled with 50% positive emotion and 50% negative emotion all of the time. No matter where we are, what we're doing, what our circumstances are, we are going to experience negative emotion around us. We live in a fallen world We live in a world where there's going to be challenges and tribulations, where we're going to have negative thoughts and judgments of ourselves and the people around us, 
no matter what we weigh. So when we can remember that life is 50-50 that we're going to have, we are still going to have 50% negative emotion once we've lost our weight, then we can start embracing that negative emotion now. It's so important that we are able to embrace and feel and be willing to experience the negative emotions that are present right now in this life today in this moment. And if we can get really good at feeling all of the emotion, right? Most of us are good at feeling good, right? We like feeling good. We know what it's like to feel good. We're willing to embrace feeling good, but it's the negative emotion that we just want to resist. And this is such a hard skill to acquire because we're so used to resisting that negative emotion and creating that hope that later down the line, that negative emotion isn't going to exist. And this is why I believe learning how to feel all of our emotions while we're losing the weight is so critical to keeping it off. Because if we can become the person who loses the weight before we've lost it. So what that means is we're learning to allow negative emotion. We're learning to feel all of the feelings. We're willing to have all of the negative emotions come up and feel them and not eat our way through them. Then we're really setting ourselves up for success once we've lost the weight. Because I promise you, we're still going to have that negative emotion once the weight is off. And if we're willing to feel it now, then we'll be so much better off feeling it once the weight comes off. So the third thing I want to talk about when it comes to our capacity to be at our goal weight is I want you to notice how you're treating yourself when you make mistakes. Because here's what I know. The way we treat our past self and our present self determines our relationship with our future self. So we have a past self, right? And I and we almost want to think of our past self as we can think of her or him as a different person than who we are now. And all of the decisions our past self has made, all of the times our past selves have lost the weight and gained it back, all of the time our past self has decided to overeat in the moment, all of the time our past self has gone off protocol or made decisions that have created the result we're currently in, if we can have love and compassion for our past self, how we've res- we have responded to things, um, whether or not we've gained our weight back, how we think and treat ourselves from the past will determine 
how we are going to be in the future with ourselves. So if you have a habit, and this was so, this was me, I had never learned how to be kind to myself. I had never learned how to make a mistake and then on purpose still love myself. And it has helped me so much keeping my weight off and maintaining my weight now because I've done so much work on loving myself when I've made poor decisions, when I've made mistakes, when I've done things I didn't want to do, when I gained weight, when I created results I didn't want. Instead of being mad at myself and telling myself I should be punished, telling myself I should have known better, I decided I was never going to do that to myself again. That no matter what, no matter what decision I made, no matter what consequence I was going to have to live through because of an overeat or an off plan eat, I was going to decide ahead of time that I was going to have love and compassion for my past self who made that decision in the moment. And that has changed so much for me because I want to set up my future self. I want to keep this weight off. I want to keep being the best version of myself. And as I grow into my future self, especially going into 2024, I want to have a really loving relationship with myself because if I can have a loving and compassionate relationship with my future self, then I know I'm going to be setting myself up for maintaining my weight or losing any more weight that I want to lose from a place of love and compassion. That's really where it all starts. Because if you think about it, if you're beating yourself up now, if you're having overeats or you're having binge eats or you're having off plan eats and you're making decisions that are making the scale go up and you're beating yourself up, that feels terrible. And if we're going to continue to do that, then we're going to continue to gain weight. And we think the opposite is true. We think that if we get mad at ourselves enough or we punish ourselves enough, then that will make us not gain weight. But that's not how it works. Our actions come from our feelings. So let's say we have a binge. Let's say we have an overeat. It's because of a feeling first. And if we're beating ourselves up and we're in constant self-judgment and we're feeling terrible about ourselves and we're feeling shame and guilt and failure, what are we going to want to go do? We are going to want to go relieve all of that negative emotion and eat. But if we have learned on our weight loss journey, we didn't wait for the weight to come off first, but while we were losing the weight, we learned how to love ourselves. Our future self is going to be set up for success. So knowing 
that we are loving the hope. So going back to point one, right? That we're aware that we are hopeful that life is better thin. And we're just aware that we're going to have 50-50 emotion over there too will help us create success in the moment. And point number two, if we're able to embrace the 50% that is negative, then we're really going to become the person who keeps the weight off. And then point number three is loving and having compassion for ourselves while we're losing the weight so that our future self is set up for success. These three things will help build your capacity to be at your goal weight, which is what we want, right? Once the weight is gone, we want to have the capacity to keep ourselves there. So, so, so important. So remember that thoughts create feelings. Whatever we're thinking is creating our feelings, right? So in order to lose the weight we want, we want to create the feelings on purpose. If we want to feel confident, we have to change our thinking. If we want to feel committed, we need to change our thinking. If we want to feel determined, if we want to feel motivated, we need to change our thinking. What most people are doing is they're trying to change their results so that they can feel better. And that never works. If we're trying to change our results, we're doing it backwards, my friends. I want to look at Deuteronomy 7 verse 22. It says, and the Lord your God will clear out those nations before you little by little. You may not consume them quickly, lest the beasts of the field increase among you. I have this devotional by Joyce Meyer called The Battlefield of the Mind, and I want to read a little expert, a couple um, sentences from this chapter 14, where it says, because we move ahead little by little, it takes us, say, it makes us savor every victory. Each time we overcome or destroy one of Satan's strongholds, we rejoice. We can remain in a constant state of thanksgiving. If we've had only one victory, and that was 30 years ago, how dull our lives would be. Or worse yet, how easy it would be for us to take God for granted. Isn't it better to serve a God who takes us slowly forward, always showing us the way, always encouraging us? We always have new horizons to reach for. And that, my friends, makes our journey with God exciting. All right, my friends, thank you for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. This Thursday, November 29th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to be holding a Stop Overeating Masterclass live on Zoom. And I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can go ahead and sign up for that. I would love to see you there. 
Now let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus.